0: Are we rolling? I don't know. (laughs) Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Let me stop right there. Readers couldn't make it in today in this weather, Uh, and he speaks for Slush Buster, but so can I. You're going to need one today, and Slush Busters are available at Fratelloni's Ace Hardware Stores. You just uh, park your car in the driveway and attack it with the Slush Buster. Oh. Go under the wheel well, scrape all that crap off, and bing, bang, boom, shovel it out of the way, drive in the garage, and you're not making a mess oh, nice. of your garage. And a Slushbuster will come in terribly handy today. Invented by Garage Logicians in a garage, Slushbusters are available at Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. This is Garage Logic Podcast number 993. January 4th, 2023. 47 degrees on this day, not that long ago, 2019. And it was 32 below on this day in 1884. <coughs> Excuse me.
1: From the mayor's
2: office <laughs> above the boat force, I knew you were holding something in.
0: in. Yeah. <laughs> it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. Chris Revers, director of social media. John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushman. I have a great, positive headline. Based on what we were talking about yesterday, the California storm situation. And it's an Associated Press story. And the headline is, California's snowpack off to great start amid severe drought. Huh. Well, that's the way you treat this. Now, yep. granted, people are in trouble and and uh, you're going to have to be careful. But the snowpack covering California's mountains is off to one of its best starts in 40 years. Officials announced yesterday raising hopes that the drought-stricken state could soon see relief in the spring when the snow melts and begins to refill parched reservoirs. Yes, that's the way it works. Roughly a third of California's water each year comes from melted snow in the Sierra Nevada, a mountain range that covers the eastern part of the state. The state has built a complex system of canals and dams to capture that water and store it in huge reservoirs so it can be used the rest of the year when it doesn't rain or snow. That's why officials closely monitor how deep the snow is in the mountains. And Tuesday was the first formal snow survey of the winter. A sort of Groundhog Day event where Californians get their first glimpse of how helpful the winter might be. State statewide snowpack is at 174% wow. of the historical average, the third best measurement in the past 40 years. And even more snow is expected later this week and over the weekend, giving officials hope for a wet winter the state so desperately needs. Isn't that a great story? Sure is. Of course, mm-hmm. then you get to the but, the paragraph that begins no. with the word but. Oh, love no. you, get well, the but. but. you always but. have to have the but right. paragraph. Love the but. But a good start doesn't guarantee a good finish. Oh. Last year the statewide snowpack was at 160% of average. What followed were the three driest months ever recorded in California. Oh, sure. By April 1 when the Sierra snowpack is supposed to be at its peak, the snow was just 38% of historic average. And uh that history prompted muted optimism. What? From state state officials yesterday. Muted Optimism. While we see a terrific snowpack, and that in and of itself may be an opportunity to breathe a sigh of relief, we are by no means out of the woods when it comes to drought. Carla Nemeth, director of the California Department of Water Resources, said yesterday after a ceremonial snow measurement in the community of Phillips, just west of Lake Tahoe. Hmm. So God love them. God love nature. And let's hope it stays this way. And uh, they have all systems go now in the uh, in the in in California on the West Coast for a major bomb cyclone and Pineapple Express, whatever the hell that is.
2: Pineapple Express.
0: Pineapple Sounds Pineapple like something Express. that must come out of Hawaii.
3: That's a strain of weed, isn't that? A, that's a movie with Seth Rogeny. Yeah, exactly.
0: Pineapple exactly.
2: Express. Yep.
0: Well, I got here today because of friend and For the
2: lifestyle, it's upside down Pineapple Express. Mm-hmm.
0: I got here today because a buddy with a great big four-wheel drive Chevy Silverado picked me up and took me here. Nice. Because according to Kenny, I'm not a man, and he's wondering if someone will deliver tampons to my house. Um, I did see that, yes.
3: Um, Even worse than that, I mean, that's just an uh, uh, interesting aside. (laughs) I question your credentials as a -er GLer because – in this state, GLers are prepared for this weather and prepared to fend for themselves. Wow, you out, we bro. are not dependent on the city, the township, the county, the state, or the government of the United States of America to babysit us. Wow. You, uh, you are correct.
0: Wow! Whoa! Oh, Jesus!
1: Yeah, fair and fair fair the problem fair. is,
0: <laughs> the problem is that I do live in St. Paul. Where plowing is not the priority it should be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, I can't. I, my driveway's done. That was done at 8 o'clock this morning. But I can't get from my driveway to a major street. Isn't that
3: amazing? Wow. that's yeah. And I mean, apparently
0: won't be able to until a snow emergency in St. Paul kicks in tonight at 9 p.m.
3: And you know they won't roll by your place until... Three in the morning.
0: So, again, it's a question, and it's very serious, and I'm trying to hold down my profanity and my temperament. Hmm. Uh, first of all, it's stupid to get mad at the snowplow drivers. This isn't no. their doing. Nope. This is the city of St. Paul's priorities. And we have a mayor whose priorities are inclusion, diversity, and equity, no matter how many programs and false programs he adds to his staff, none of which has to do with plowing snow. The people of St. Paul apparently are comfortable with this. Uh, Even in my neighborhood, I haven't seen any urgent activity for people to get out of their homes. But as I look up and down my block, I can tell you that uh, many people didn't need to leave their homes today. They're either retired or they can work from home. I did need to leave and can't get from my driveway 200 yards. I would be stuck. And I have an
2: all-wheel drive vehicle.
3: Matthew, how was your your deal?
2: My commute started at 4.30 a.m. on uh, 494 all the way into the airport. Uh, It was probably, if you went 30 miles an hour, you were in control.
3: My specific question is the streets. Between to. between um, your house and, and the, the freeway, freeway. Uh,
2: South St. Paul uh, glowing, really. At, at, in fact, at four thirty, when I hopped into the uh, Honda, the uh, two plows were going by. Now really? they plowed in the family that my family that was parked in the driveway. So Gabe was complaining that he's got a whole bunch of snowing. Deal. I oh, said, wait boy. till I get home. But uh, South St. Paul is uh, extremely. Um, Efficient in their snow plowing.
0: Let me tell you, I left here yesterday and had to go to the dentist. And my dentist is in Invergrove Heights. Mm-hmm. And I drove Highway 62 and made a vow to myself as I was doing so that I would leave the dentist office and go home only on surface streets. Mm-hmm. Because the, the freeway was doable, but it was going 15 miles an hour. Yeah. And the problem with the freeway is if there's a spin out or something, you could be there an hour or two. Oh yeah. So yes. so I went yeah. uh, surface streets on the way home at two o'clock in the afternoon, West St. Paul streets were plowed. Mm. That's just in West wow. St. Paul. Wow. When I got to St. Paul, no plowing. Mm. Some some major streets were plowed, but certainly no side streets. My point is yeah. l- let's Go get ahead. back to, to what Kenny was saying about how maybe you have to fend for yourself. When you look at my situation and realize that what keeps me from full mobility is literally 200 yards, I think I have to uh, get myself a plow. And uh, you might only need it once a year, like today, but then you plow yourself out to a major street and, uh, and you're done because you're, the plows aren't going to get there.
3: Uh, knowing where you live and your proximity there, I would... Instead of spending all that money, I would just get a big double stage, dual stage, you know, twelve horse snowblower because you could easily knock out a path in twenty minutes, even less from your uh, yeah, I, from your garage door out to that street that you need to get on.
0: Or one of those fun toys I was describing to you guys. Yeah, again, there's expense involved there. Uh, so what? It's only money. <laughs> Speaking
3: of uh, expense, that's just
0: money Melvin's going to get if I don't spend it.
3: <laughs> John, did you say before we started the plows up in what what uh, meth? City, do you live in? Andover? I live
4: in, I live in Andover. But and they, they do they, a they,
3: hell of a good job they, on the roads.
4: They had a lot of the main streets and the side streets done by yesterday afternoon at 6 or late in the early in the evening. And then they came through all the streets overnight with the plows. And then they came through again with the plows about two hours ago after, a, of
2: course, your, cleaned out. That's your
0: taxes at work, Johnny. You got to be yeah, happy they, about they that. They do a
4: good job up here. Here's the, the problem without
0: hyperbole and some people in St Paul might realize this apparently apparently most don't and that is that plowing the city streets are not a priority they are an afterthought the the priority is how many offices of inclusion diversity and equity can we establish mm-hmm. the city is in a political situation where it is designed to function in a way that does not aid and abet the producers. The city is set up to aid and abet the people who don't produce, Mm. to create programs for them to do this and to do that, to build more rental properties. The producers are supplying the money. But the producers are low on the totem pole, if we may still use that impolitic Mm. term. The producers are low on the totem pole to have their grievances addressed. And I'm, I'm, I'm making a valiant effort to not use hyperbole. I don't think I've exaggerated at all. The people who actually produce the money that runs the city will be the last to get plowed. And there are no plows evident in St. Paul right now, except maybe on major thoroughfares like St. Clair or Randolph. Cleveland I came over, was okay. Cleveland, Cleveland was I came okay. over on Summit. Summit was not plowed. Uh, Cretan has probably been plowed. But there has been no hope whatsoever right now to have a city street plowed. So if you live on a city street and you're a producer and you want to – I don't know what a hell a cardiologist does if he lives in the middle of an unplowed block – Maybe he has a guy that comes and plows for him and gets him going. But if you're a producer, you're not plowed out. And that's just the way it is. And the only thing I can conclude is that people have grown very comfortable with that in St. Paul. They just continue to take it in the rear end, just like the way the people of Minnesota take it in the rear end, when they produce an $18 billion surplus which will not benefit them in any way, shape, or form. And I'm, I'm trying to do this without anger because the anger is entirely misplaced. The people who plow snow do a hell of a job. And when they're told to go out there and plow, that's what they do. But if there's no urgency for that to be number one priority on a day like today, it's certainly not their fault. Right. It's certainly not their fault. It could be an inefficient or incompetent public works director. In fact, Rook, do you have time? Or John Haidt, you have time. Mm -hmm. Please look look up uh, director of public works in St. Paul. I believe this was an out-of-state hire who may or may not have extraordinary experience with strong winter weather. But, you know, you'd have to start there. Who is the director of public works? And can the director of public works get a foothold into the consciousness of the way the city is run? Can the director... Pat Dunn. Who? Is the
4: fellow Pat
0: Dunn. And does it have any biographical information on Pat? I don't know uh, Pat. I'm not ripping Pat. I'm just wondering he, about Pat.
4: He spent 14 years as the street department supervisor in Shoreview. Okay, that should be helpful. In, uh, that's and he looks—I uh, I, know—looks can be deceiving, but he looks like a geller. Okay, uh, that's all, all I have I don't know so what far. a GLer looks like. Well, he's got on a yeah, baseball he's cap, look. and, yeah. and he's, he's got the look exactly. Yeah. Uh, Are you I, I'm trying to find some more info now on uh, on Pat. Well, I bet you, Shoreview
0: residents for the last 14 years have had few complaints.
2: Yes, I, my, that would be my guess as well.
0: I bet they're as plowed as uh, competently as every other suburb. <laughs> 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 yeah. Now that would suggest to me is Pat done. I'm going to call him. Have a talk with him, Pat. Are you breaking through the wall of equity here? Are you breaking through the uh, oh, oh, readings wait. of drag queen story hours?
4: <laughs> GLers, have I, you been plowed oh,
0: in Shoreview? <laughs>
4: hang, hang on a minute, Kay. Yeah, I, I may I may be wrong here. Oh, it, lo- it looks to me now like what I'm seeing. He's the public's work, works director of South Saint Paul.
2: Who, then I, I agree. Well, I, Southampton has got a hell of a public works director.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to us in Phoenix no, and Miami no and San Diego and Alabama, the Redneck Riviera, wherever you are, you're Europe, you're listening to us, we got hit by a hell of a good, you know, average winter snowstorm for Minnesota, the kind that used to get plowed. And we're dealing with All a right. political dynamic now that plowing is a big problem. And, John, has read to us exactly the wrong I I got it now.
4: I got it. Sean Kershaw, S-E-A-N, Kershaw. Yep. And uh, I'm not finding any background yet. I do see a post that he posted saying, please uh, drive carefully. This is a two-day winter weather event. Mm -hmm. Crews have been plowing and salting arterial streets in St. Paul." Both last night and today.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Additional crews are out plowing tonight. That was, this was written last night and tomorrow. Side streets are slippery. Use caution when traveling. That's all I have so far on Sean. Let me see what else I can find out about Sean.
0: <laughs> I believe he might have come from elsewhere. And I, I just hope that if the I just hope the elsewhere had winter. Otherwise uh he might be thrown for a bit of a curve here when you're facing something mm. like this. Back to mm. Kenny's uh, suggesting we be dependable, uh, we be uh, independent of Together. the city coming to to rescue us. Uh, I'm going to get a device. Uh, I don't know what it'll be yet. And yes, cost is a factor. I was being facetious, but I need something that can plow me a path from my house to the to the street. And Bing, bang, boom! I'm out. Yeah. Because I have all-wheel drive, but it's not – the all-wheel drive you you need today is a great big pickup truck. Uh,
3: You don't have a very big yard. It probably doesn't warrant getting a riding lawnmower. No. But if you want to have some real fun, you get yourself a big riding lawnmower with a snowblower mounted on the front. They do a dandy job, and it's downright fun. And you'll end up doing every driveway on your block. It's that fun. Well what I am telling
0: you is whatever I get, I'm riding. Right.
3: Oh yeah. I'm not walking
0: behind a two stage. Then you would love it.
3: You would love it.
0: Well I've had a riding lawnmower before. And then
3: in the summer, get yourself a wagon, a small wagon. And uh, haul those little ones that are always underfoot there in your house. Haul them around the block or oh, up to the yeah. park. Yeah.
0: Me and Mister You used to have lawn tractor races around yes.
4: the, the block. <laughs> That's that, um, I'm telling you, those snow blowers on those lawn tractors are fun. Yeah. Let me uh, let me read you some Sean informa- uh, Kershaw information if yes. I may. He's the Saint uh, Paul Public Works Director. He, he was went. appointed in 2020 mm-hmm. by Melvin Carter. Yep. And he and he said, "quote I'm excited to be part of an incredible team." The future of public works embodies all of the city's values of equity, resilience, and innovation.
0: Well, that's a bad sign. That's a bad bad sign,
4: huh? He was the vice president at the Wilder Foundation Center for Communities from 2017 to June 2020, Overseeing their work in individual leadership development, community capacity building. What in the hell
2: did that have to do
4: with being a public works director? (laughs) Public policy advancement and supporting systems changes efforts to advance equity.
2: And he was <laughs> plowing the driveway. Well, that's why he
0: got hired then. And I again, I'm attempting to not engage in hyperbole. He was hired because he checked off the boxes of diversity, inclusion, and equity.
4: Yes. You know? Sean and his husband, Tim Hawkins, co There's another, the book. another point in, in his favor.
2: He's got in the book. Hey, Check that
4: off. Produced the Grand Oak Opry concert series with neighborhood volunteers that's raised over $70,000 for local artists and brought over 8,000 people into their West 7th neighborhood in St. Paul. He chairs the boards of Propel Nonprofits and is on the board of the Friends of the St. Paul Public Library. My God!
2: Yeah, you're going to need it. (laughs)
4: He's from Omaha, by the way, Nebraska, originally.
2: Which has nothing to do with snow removal, street sweeping.
4: I'm not sure any of that had anything to do with snow removal. Well, it? well,
0: it just it 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 strengthens Kenny's suggestion. I, I need to be completely independent of waiting for the city to uh, plow us. No, I'm Double trying to clip. get rid of that, yeah, Rook. I'll hit this thing again. There you go. i I'll, 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 <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> you. I'll it.
3: You used to drive a smaller size pickup truck with four wheel drive.
0: Yeah, that worked. Colorado would, would that have, be Colorado.
3: Yeah, would that have uh, made yeah, it? Yes, because it was
0: high off the ground.
4: Well, maybe that's what a guy should just have.
0: Be a lot easier.
4: I, I got the little Jeep Renegade, which gets around in this stuff like crazy. It's
0: but John, great. you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't. You're, it's easy for you to say your streets are plowed.
4: Yeah, I know, but I, I've been out obviously in other weather also with it. The yeah, pilot, it, it's, it gets around. The pilot's it, good. It's a four-wheel drive.
0: Well, so is mine. I have a little fiat uh five hundred X.
4: and that you can pick uh, up and
2: put in your pocket. And
0: and I don't it, know
4: what to tell you, Joe. Like it it's around five. But you get yourself some sandbags, boy.
0: <laughs> no, it's not four wheel drive. Uh, yeah, but it's some sandbags like a
1: go kart with you a radio blow on it rolls down the street. <laughs>
0: I got uh, it from Schmelzi. I'm telling well,
3: you. I, and the brand is a good brand and everything. Eh, you know. Not
0: really. We'll, <laughs> 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 we'll
3: trying to right. help you out of the hole. Don't
0: you still have stock in that brand? Yes, Come on. I do. <laughs> no, I own a couple Fiat's, and I, I do like Who it. Who drove
2: around in the Fiat? Benedict or Francis? The Deuce. No, no, no. Yeah, it was the Deuce. No, the Fiat when he was here.
0: Right, I thought that was the deuce. No, that was getting to be a long time ago. John
2: Paul was long gone.
0: Was it Francis?
2: It must have been Francis. It
0: made me run out and buy Fiat stock.
2: It must. Yeah, that's the one. So yeah, was that he knows. was riding around here in the in the United States. Yes, and that's yeah. why I went yeah. and got so it. That was Francis. No. I
0: called Pat, and he said, "Let's go." Another hot <laughs> stock tip from Sushirin. and Royce. hot <laughs> stock tips <laughs> worth about five cents. <laughs> Well, we, we're learning something. We have a, a public works director in St. Paul uh, who might be one hell of a guy, but doesn't sound like he has any public works experience whatsoever. And it sounds like, and again, I'm, I'm trying to not use hyperbole. I'm trying to remain calm. It sounds like he wouldn't need to crash, crash the consciousness of the way the political dynamic has been established, it sounds like he was hired because he's part of that consciousness.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It sounds like he is on board with making things unmeasurable top priority, which <laughs> is just, an odd way to run a city. But it's just so ludicrous really that we is. even have to
3: say that out loud. I know.
0: And again, I don't think I don't think I'm exaggerating. I think uh, residents of St. Paul, you're in the hands of someone who uh, is wholly entrenched on the third rail now, if he wasn't before, and uh, not only entrenched on the third rail, but looks at a snowfall and sees equity, inclusion, and diversity. What Mm
2: -hmm. was he asked? I want to see a clean street. I want Mm -hmm. to see what he was asked in the interview process.
4: Uh,
2: You came from Omaha, and you are on the uh, he he was.
4: He lived here, Rook. He worked uh, for the city before he took the job I told you about from 2017 to 2020. So he had been here for some time. He was a project manager and deputy director for the city of St. Paul's Department of Planning and Economic Development uh, from 2008 to 2017.
2: Okay. And then I (laughs) ask, what's your experience? The difference
3: where, and I, I know I call this to your attention a lot, but I have to in this case, the difference where I live, all of our people in office and do those sorts of jobs, they're doing them because they were coerced into it. They don't necessarily <laughs> love doing
0: it, but, minute. hell, somebody's oh, got to do it. Right. <laughs> Wouldn't it be also true that many of the people in your area, that's what they do for the government's part-time? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. I, I think except for our city maintenance guy, I think he's full-time. Well, but then our... residents pitch in to help, you know, too.
2: Yeah, Let's do a campaign to uh, get that Pat done from South St. Paul over to I our guarantee you, 100%. if I get if I get
0: a device, uh, I know perfectly well how fun that will be.
2: And yeah, I'll do I'll do anybody who wants their driveway done. Yeah. I think yeah. if you do get that device, you can let people know that you have it, and then you can go ahead and tell people to buy stock in it.
3: Investing
2: is <laughs> easy. Now's the time to
0: invest. Invest now. Oh, I have a great for email. A oh, you, know, doing you know what
2: the oh, You know what I would do? I do? Have a
0: great email. Suits a before the a ruling. Yes.
3: Before the day is over, call uh call Tri-State Bobcat see what uh, they've got on hand for okay. you. They might be able to help well, you we out. Gotta,
0: we got to we got to think this out now. There has to be room f- for this device in the garage. Right. I don't want anything big. Right. I want to ride it. I want to sit in it or on it.
3: Yeah, yeah. I would call Tri-State up in uh, Little Canada or Burnsville or oh, even. Hell, Hudson. I'd rather
0: go there and look.
3: Yeah, but the problem How are you with get there, well, Joe. Well, as
0: soon as the diversity, the equity, is, and diversity gets the streets plowed, I'll get up there.
3: And, and the problem is, and my guys at Tri-State know that. As soon as you sit on whatever it is you're it's thinking gone. about,
0: you own it.
3: You will buy it. Yeah. I know you. Yep. <laughs> Who do I pay? <laughs>
0: that really is the answer, people. It really is the answer. If you live in a situation where you're 2 300 yards from an arterial street, you ain't getting there on a day like this unless you do it yourself. It's that simple. You know that should even that could even be structured as a tax deduction
2: well, if also, you talk about it on the mean? air.
0: Well, because you got to get to work. And you need this implement.
3: Oh, good luck with
0: that! To get you to work.
3: Uh, uh, good
2: uh, luck we'll with see.
0: that
3: one.
2: Yeah. Or if uh, you have a podcast, you talk about it, and then you can write it off. Know what you did this morning? <laughs>
0: though you went out to your garage, you went over your row of Gator Magnetics, and you took a big shovel, maybe a scoop shovel, off the hook. You went outside, you cleared the service door, then you came back in, opened the big door, and you took some. Uh, you took an electrical cord off another hook that you have hanging in the garage and you fired your snow blower up because you got an electric start because yep. you're afraid of getting a torn rotator cuff and then you snowed your driveway and then what the hell did you do with your magnets because your magnets ain't going to get you out to the main street nope. but they're going to store all your stuff perfectly Gator hooks, invented by GLers in the garage Home Depot has a special display right at the main entrance where you can examine the Gator hooks they are a magnetic hook they hold 25 pounds. You can't pull them off a metal surface. You have to lift a little lever, and then they fall off, and you can move the storage hooks around your garage. They're coming up with accessories as we speak. You can get a metal backing, which you can use to create great storage areas on wooden or non metal surfaces. And right now, Gator Hooks, they made their debut in uh, Garage Logic, what, November? Yep. They're in a thousand Home Depot stores nationwide. So here's what you do go to GatorMagnetics.com, click on the Home Depot logo, enter your zip code, and you will be directed to the nearest Home Depot uh, to your location that carries the Gator hooks. And uh, you can learn a lot by going to the website, how they work, and how you can accessorize them. And they're just a really nifty storage device. GatorMagnetics.com Here we go, Rook. Let's go. You cannot stop him. He'll
3: just make a move. Joe Sujue. Just a drop or two will do you today. Of course, I'm referring to seafoam motor treatment and your I don't know what do you got—a single, a dual stage? A you ride on mower with a blower, skid loader, tractor, plow truck, tool cat with a broom. Ooh, that's a cool machine. Uh Whatever it is, those cylinders are getting a dandy workout this week. Probably won't need a big dose of sea foam, but I like to treat them anyway. I just give them a little shot to reward them for their hard work before a, a cool off, and and that makes them happy. Being a GLR, I already know you've got what at least a can or two in stock, right? Uh, But just in case you just ran out, you're going to find it anywhere that fine chemicals are sold, including the NAC hardware uh, store, the lounge, or any Fratelloni's hardware, for that matter. It's a wonderful product in a winter wonderland. It's seafoam.
0: I'm having a brainstorm. What? I know all my neighbors. Yeah. I... (laughs) I bet we could communally buy something very efficient to get us all out. I
3: know a lot of huh? lake associations that yes. do just that. Yes. they pool yes. their money. Yep, and then when one guy goes on vacation, the guy that usually operates it, a yep. uh, neighbor takes over.
0: And I, I, I want to hurry before I would have. to <gasps> Oh my to god! Be. Oh my god! It just occurred to me. Yes, you get, a, and this
3: will serve you two purposes. You get a side by side. That's a UTV, right?
0: With a plow on the yes, front. Yes. Yes. And in the summer, that thing goes up to the cabin. Yes. That's it. Well, plus I'm thinking I have some mm. land in mind where we could build a garage for a communal device.
3: Oh no! You know wow. what? Now that I, I think came that's up, illegal. now that I came up with the side by side idea, you need to own this yeah. and just worry about you. That way, the kiddos can <laughs> use it up at the lake in the summer.
0: But I got to hurry before we're forced by the government to own something electric, because <laughs> yes. I don't want no, anything right, electric. Right.
2: Nothing. Yes. C4. So phone. listen
0: to this ruling request. I need a ruling from you and the dummies. Huh. I will try my best to set up the question. I have a neighbor across the street who I would consider a Mysterian. They have an electric minivan. They won't let their kids play with mine because they don't want to associate with others who are not as enlightened. Wow. They had governor wall signs all over their front lawn. Their house is on top of a slight hill and they have at least a good four to six inches of packed snow on their driveway because they do not shovel. Funny story last week when it was so cold, the wife, the across-the-street neighbor, got stuck going up the driveway, went inside, and came out with a bottle of table salt. <laughs> what? No 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 no, 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 no. 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 To try no. <laughs> and melt the driven-on snow. She oh, wow. dumped the whole thing, and, of course, this, it didn't put a dent is in the this, snow. Is this the three stooges? Well, bear with me. She Where's then jumped Martin? back into her electric van, went to the local home store, And came back with two bags of ice melt. But she bought the cheap salt that doesn't work in cold weather. Uh So to sum it up, the van sat halfway up the driveway for a good week until it warmed up. Sorry for the long introduction, but it is important to understand how they think or don't think. The neighbors to their north and south are nice elderly gentlemen who run their snowblowers from their property through either the north or south sides of the neighbor's driveway who I'm writing about. Right. So the Mysterian neighbor in the center never has to shovel his own sidewalks because oh. the neighbors each do half of his. That's got to stop. My issue in question is both of these neighbors are gone for a couple of weeks, and I'm sure the Mysterians will not reciprocate and do their sidewalks. How should I handle it? I don't mind telling him to get off his butt and help them out since they helped you out for years. When I tried to ask about why they wanted an electric vehicle. They didn't talk to me for six months. <laughs> or should I do it myself? But if I did that, he, meaning that neighbor, will never learn how to be a member of society. I agree, and I'm discovering that liberals don't like other people, and they yeah. do do not have an ability to link. What should I do? Boy, that's a good question.
3: Especially what I've discovered is the young, young, woke liberals. The older ones that have been around our age, they get it.
0: It seems to me enough time has passed and there's been enough interaction where I, if this guy's name is Joe, if I was this guy, I'd go do the two elderly neighbors, but not the mysterious. That's exactly what I would have said. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Let them come to the realization that, come on, join the club here. uh, they're not
2: living village-like. Nope. They're not returning that And the they're the ones who says it takes a village. It takes a village.
0: No. Now, the God. guy's got a P.S. that's pretty embarrassing, if he ask me. Okay. Uh-oh. Also, I wanted to share a tip my dad gave me about snow removal. I put it at the end in case you want to cut it out. Well, I should cut it out to save you the embarrassment, pal, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Gee, my mean. dad told me to start with the snowblower in the center of the driveway and do circles blowing the snow out. That way you don't need to change the direction of the discharge chute. Have you heard about the Lindbergh kidnapping? You do that until you have about a half pass left on both sides of the driveway. Turn off the blower and use your shovel to push the leftover snow to the side. Do not lift it, just push it. Now turn the blower back on and finish the last pass. That way you don't have to lift any snow and you end up with the perfect drive, unlike my neighbor. Have a great day. Okay, pal. Uh we're with you. I mean, What's, we're hanging in there with you, but I got news for you. That's that's not an old uh, – that's an old trick. That, that's yeah. a well-known uh, way you do it. But you don't go – Your dad wasn't on to anything you needed. <laughs> By circles, <laughs> he means back and forth, yeah. right? I yeah. start in the middle, go down, come up yeah. the left side, yep. go down the yep. – yep. whatever. Yep. You don't okay. you don't crank the shoot. Yeah. Okay, the ruling is you're going to do the elderly guys because you're feeling for them and they've been good souls, and you let the Mysterian uh, figure it out himself.
2: Yeah, who's been milking it. Right. Joe, I just moved to the eastern
0: slope of the Sierra Nevada ten years ago. Oh, he didn't say I just moved. He said, I moved to the eastern slope of the Sierra Nevada ten years ago to get away from Minnesota weather. I woke up on Saturday to find that our global warming drought has been replaced by 17 inches of global warming snow. We are expecting global warming record cold along with global warming floods. Keep pushing back. It is difficult here, but you guys bolster my resolve. Happy New Year, Dave Jones. Boy, they're going to get hit with a good one, huh? The old Pineapple Express Mm -hmm. and the bomb cyclone and the nuclear waste deposit cyclone Mm -hmm. striker. (laughs) And, uh, da, 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 da. Joe, uh, I was wondering if I brought my garage logic, a companion guide to life in the radio town book to the 1000 podcast celebration, would you mind signing it? Of course I, I won't mind. It took me a long time to find a good condition first edition book, and I would like to have you sign it. My parents live about a block from you. And I thought about knocking on your door, but I'd not want to bother you and respect your privacy. Well, aren't you kind? He agrees. Uh, I, uh. I have a ticket to the show, but I am not sure if you would have time or not. Yes, Joe. His name is Joe. I will have time. Of course. Oh, I meant to forward uh, an email to Ross, our man helping us with our 1,000th mm-hmm. podcast celebration at the Hopkins Center for the Arts.
2: Uh, that is correct.
0: Uh, is it Mike and Julie up in Aiken? Not Mike. It's, uh,
2: Steve and Julie.
0: Steve and Julie have two tickets they can't use.
4: Oh, they're not. So there's, make it. there's
0: two tickets for GLers who are on hold.
4: And since oh. you brought that up, we should mention: if you cannot make it and you have tickets, please let us know. That way, we can get those tickets to other people. Yeah. Our uh, Our boss uh, sent me that note too. Make sure
0: Janine, CI girl extraordinaire, was down uh, down for the count with some bad uh, uh, under the weather for a while and didn't get her ticket. Now she's clamoring for the oh. ticket. Huh. So. I've forwarded all those requests okay. to uh to Ross. Uh, Ross
2: will get right on that. And if uh if you are um uh, uh available or whatever, he'll let you know. Burt notes that Kenny is correct about
0: that New York Times story on the crying Riley and food waste. It is indeed a fabrication. I know this because who has ever heard of a kid whose favorite food is stuffed peppers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that yesterday, yeah. but yeah. I didn't
4: say oh, it.
2: Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, where did he put
0: it? <laughs> uh, let's see. And uh, Rocket's Red Glare, one of our fireworks queens. Whoa! Uh-huh, she said, Joe, I must correct you about what happened to Damar Hamlin. He suffered a sudden cardiac arrest. No matter what the cause... He was dead and had to be revived with a defibrillator. That's why his teammates reacted as they did. He was dead until they were able to revive him, thankfully. Since my husband has survived four sudden cardiac arrests Jeez. outside oh. of the hospital, I'm oh. a bit of an expert, especially especially since I was with him and saved his butt the first two times, the second one while he was driving on Highway 169 up north. Oof. Good Lord. Heart attacks are serious, but you can literally walk into the ER while having a heart attack, which That's is related to the plumbing mm. of the heart. When you suffer a sudden cardiac arrest, you are dead where you fall, and only a good Samaritan providing quality CPR and a defibrillator will revive you. It's an electrical event. My husband is doing very well after four of these horrific episodes. I'm glad for every day we have together as we continue to walk down the GarageLogic service road of life. Prayers for DeMar. Good luck, and see you on January 17th. Signed, Rockets. Rockets' red glare, proud former fireworks queen. What a great story.
3: Um, Mike Schoonover has been making the rounds on the media talking about this because of his Play uh, play for Patrick organization. Um, we're going to talk to him about this tomorrow um, during his time with us, I'm hoping anyway, and I'd like you, Joe, to join us because uh, I didn't see what happened, but you did.
0: Okay, John. Uh, find out what that was being called again, please. The cormio what? cord, uh, that uh, word. Co-
4: cardio, I believe. But let me. Because I
0: have a question based oh.
4: on Rocket's Red Glare email. He had to be. I read this morning. He resuscitated twice. Right. Once wow. on the field, and once once he got to the hospital. Okay, oh I guess
0: my question is, and ultimately we'll learn this: Is there a distinction? Between what's being called this, what is it, John? Coneocardial. Come- Come- is there a distinction between that and a heart attack? In other words, yeah. these kids that get hit by a batted baseball twice a year, yeah. and God help us, they die. Did they die because the ball caused a heart attack? Or did they die because the ball caused this comocordio and a defibrillator wasn't available in time?
4: The ball caused it. I, I read about this yesterday. It's the only reason I know. And it ca- it's an electrical thing with right. your heart. And it hits just at the correct time when it's supposed to change beats. Right, between and, beats. Yep. And then it makes the beating stop.
0: But is that what Rocket's Rocket is describing about her husband?
4: Um, I don't
0: know. I mean, is a cardiac arrest a cardiac arrest or are there distinctions that would uh, have you either rooting for DeMar
4: or believing the worst for DeMar? Uh, without a cardiac arrest, without blood flowing, you become unconscious, don't have a pulse. Cardiac arrest or sudden cardiac arrest can be fatal minute. So that's when the actual blood supply is cut off by. And
0: that must have uh, what happened to DeMar.
4: Well, no, I think cardiac arrest is when your uh, uh, arteries are clogged okay. and, suddenly, and suddenly the the blood can't get through. All right. Right, and co- commotio cordis, it's called. Commotio cordis, Is blunt force. Right. And that causes the electrical, st- whatever. That it they're out sends. of sync. And, and yes. without
0: really knowing anything, because I'm a moron, I've been assuming that that's what he suffered because that's what I read cardiologists saying.
4: Commercial cordis. Right. Yep.
2: I think you're being rather hard on yourself for not being up to date on your cardio. Yeah, yeah. Whatever yeah Kenny, it is, Kenny you know, and I are uh, heart patients. and right. We have no yeah. idea. Yeah,
4: I so. have no idea. I'm
3: calling Schoonover <laughs> right now. We actually owe Mike an extra one. I think so. Um, maybe <laughs> if he's available, but didn't we can it, just didn't have Didn't we, him we on discover for a
0: about Patrick Schoonover that he had a congenital effect that I went unknown? We yes. I think we did. But Which is why we're,
3: we're we're way in over our pay grade uh, on this topic. Are we so
4: it can well, okay. According to this, commotio cortis can be a cause of sudden cardiac arrest, but so can many other things, like right? The right. blood flow stopping because of uh, clogged arteries, etc.
0: And unfortunately, I just, I just think it's a bad sign that this this guy is still in critical condition. I was under the impression that if you got to this cordial commotis, whatever it is, soon that you. You snapped out of it. I'm apparently being terribly naive about that.
3: I just texted Matt, Mike's number. He can come on with us right now.
0: Let's go. Now we're
3: just waiting for Ma- all right. Matt. Um Yeah, I don't. You're right, John. We should know.
4: Do <laughs> <laughs> you think we would? But yeah. Uh...
0: <laughs> Matt, are you calling him? Yeah. Oh, all right. We won't do this for a long time. No,
3: but I know he's been making the rounds here, and uh, if anybody knows, it's I Mike. saw him
0: on TV last night.
3: Yeah, and he was on with uh, Chris Eggert this morning on The Five.
0: <clears throat> Michael. Hello.
3: You're on the air, buddy.
0: Mike, I got a question for you. Who is this? This is <laughs> Joe. Hey, <Mayor. laughs> uh, I know this could be difficult for you to talk to, but when we lost uh, Patrick... Was that because of the discovery of a congenital defect that you guys did not know about?
1: Ah, uh, that is correct. So now, he had two defects. Mm-hmm. One was a bad valve, uh, aortic uh, valve was bad, right? And the other one, which led to his passing, was he had a coarctation or a twisting of his aorta. Okay, and so that was like a garden hose being being kinked, where there's high side on one side and low on the other. He developed an aneurysm on the high side, and when he was checked with a legal check, uh, it ruptured the aorta, and it burst.
0: The reason I'm asking, I noted you were uh, questioned yesterday on television, I believe on Channel 5. Uh, I'm trying to relate this to Damar Hamlin, because what I've been reading is that he either he either will be discovered to have a congenital defect or he suffered what's called this what is it John
4: Co- uh, commodio cortis
0: where you know uh, uh Mike you read about these kids playing little league ball and they get hit in the chest and we lose a child twice a year because that the ball seems to strike at an inopportune time during the heart's beat and I'm wondering are we correct in drawing distinctions or is is heart is a heart attack a heart attack?
1: Well, this is not a heart attack. This is sudden cardiac arrest. So, right. heart attack is something different. Okay, okay. Uh, and and what he has and what Patrick had are are different. They're still sudden cardiac arrest. Right. But They were caused by two different things. So I got one you. was external. Right. And he may he may he may or may not have any type of heart issue, uh, but it's certainly uh, from what everybody is you know we won't know until we know, but. It sounds like it's an external issue, an accident right. that caused his heart, caused him to go into sudden cardiac arrest. Right,
0: right. And, uh, okay, that's all we need to know. There are distinctions. And you're right. We won't know until we know.
3: There's Correct. S- yep. something else we need to know. I believe you are looking for volunteers right now for your next screening. Are you not, Mike?
1: Yeah, I'm looking for docs. I'm looking for medical doctors and cardiologists who can who can uh, come and take a look at uh, interpret all the findings that we find on Saturdays. So, uh, or nurse practitioners. anybody that uh, anybody that uh, wants to help out, we'd love to have you and, visit uh, us.
3: Yeah, and the website is playforpatrick.org. That's correct.
1: This
0: is a fantastic, fantastic thing you're doing, and. Every parent would be smart to get their their kid who's in athletics to go through this. When is the next screening?
1: Well, the one the one coming up on Saturday is is for hockey players uh, who are participating in Patrick's Memorial Tournament. Okay. Uh, but the, the one after that, we're going to be up at Medtronic's uh, uh, Medtronic's facility uh, up in Moundsview on February twenty fifth. These are
0: fantastic opportunities to uh, get questions answered, and you can learn more at playforpatrick.org.
3: And it would also be smart if you're a parent and your kid is driving to jot down this address of Schoonover Body Works, 1060 (laughs) County Road E, because you're going to need that, trust me. And we're talking everything from glass, service repair, oil changes, tires, whatever it is, They've been there for 80 years in Shoreview. They're always rated as one of the Metro's top shops, and they are the official uh, body shop of Garage
2: dot com. Thanks, Mike. Mike, you got my Jeep pictures, right? I did. How backed up are
1: we? Uh, check
2: out your email. Okay. <laughs> Thank
1: you. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Mike. <laughs> I, will. Right. Bye, I will. Take care.
4: One thing if I could add, because I think we gave some wrong information, or I did before, Mm -hmm. uh, and Mike brought it up there too, a heart attack, not the same as cardiac arrest. A heart attack is when one of the coronary arteries becomes blocked. The heart muscle doesn't get the blood supply, and uh, the person will begin to die because of not getting enough oxygen, but it's not immediate, obviously. A cardiac arrest, on the other hand, is when a person's heart stops pumping blood around the body, and they stop breathing normally. So I got two you. different things. And so in other words, yeah.
3: What I've learned later, actually later that day, is if you are having a heart attack, mm-hmm. you should probably
0: call 911 and don't drive, don't yourself, drive yourself to right, the yeah. emergency yeah.
3: room. Yeah.
0: Why do you think I want to get a stroll plow that I'm going to sit on? <laughs> <laughs> I found something for you, too, All by right. the way. I, we'll, uh, uh, we'll, we'll come, come back, back with John mm-hmm. Heights News. Yeah.
2: You can just go ahead and start whenever. Yeah, we'll just go on your cue. You fish. Okay. Who's that fire? That was Ario
4: Speedway. Oh. Here's a man who spends hours
0: in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Sussure. Here is the guitar-playing newsman, John Height. Big finish. I watched Glass Onion last night.
3: Why, why do blues songs always have to rap, take, yeah. you know, 45 seconds
0: to rap? Why up? do they always have to start with you waking <laughs> up in the morning?
4: Hey, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> He's still going. I don't know what you're talking about, I okay. saw Glass Onion last night. What are you, the Almond Brothers?
2: <laughs> cares. What's a Glass Onion
0: What
3: movie. is that, it's anyway? saw Glass
4: Onion. Yeah. Who is it? it?
0: It was free on TV, so I'm not going to, it was all right. Did I you watch it? Green Onions. I did, and you liked it? No, not really. It, was, it okay. was free. It was all right. Well, it's not free. You got to pay for
2: Netflix. I have a, a
4: musical
0: question, hey, Mister would I like the news.
2: <laughs> well, Just wait. The musical question <laughs> well, before not, it's not long. Just
0: look at the time. Why are the time.
2: musicians so lazy that they put away their guitar not tuned?
4: Yeah. Well, usually you put it away tuned.
2: They come on. No, to
4: if you if if if, if you're.
2: They come on tune, you're sitting around. was not. They do? Yeah.
4: Yeah, the weather affects yeah. the wood. Oh, you left yeah. it out in the, the rain. Con- okay, the that was expands. dumb. The weather expands and contracts. If it gets colder, for instance, in summer, when my air conditioning's on, that can no. be a really bad yeah, I, I, I don't
2: buy it. I, I think you guys are just a bunch of BSers, <laughs> no. and you tune your guitar just to try to be cool like you know how to tune a guitar to your ear. That's that's what every musician...
3: Most, most people do. Um yeah, yeah. I got be- it. Before we get to John yeah, while he it. tunes his guitar. Cool. <laughs> get out your pencil. You got your number two out? I got it. I got it right here. It's called a snow rator. S N O W R A T O R Snow. I like rator. It already. It's made by Boss. Now I just discovered because I talked to Mark at Tri State um, during the break. <laughs> um, Toro bought boss boss is a very reputable, uh, reputable snow plow brand. That's what I have on my, uh, one of my trucks. And this thing, Joe, you don't sit on it. Unfortunately, I wonder if you could get a chair, but you stand on it Yeah, and you can put almost anything you want on the front. You can put a plow, a snowblower, a oh. brush, whatever you want. It looks like it's four wheel drive oh. and it looks like it's articulating and I'm watching videos of this thing. That's cool. <laughs> Why do I not own one? It's I guarantee so cool. you, by the
0: next snowfall, I'm going to have a device because I'm not counting on a guy who's in there for equity and inclusion. But That's what so I just dumblingly. love,
3: I love that Toro now owns Boss. That means when the season is done, I'm bringing, Mark, if you're listening, I'm bringing my snowplow down to you guys and you're going to service it for me.
4: <laughs> okay. Ow. Wow. That thing is cool. I just looked at snow myself. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, suits wow. you would love this thing. Oh,
0: <laughs> let me let me look while John warms up the news the,
4: here. The same page has a daredevil robotic remote-controlled snowplow. I want that. Ooh, stand in your oh, garage and do it. Are you <laughs> exactly <kidding me? laughs> yeah. like a toy? All right, uh, let me talk about the news. And since Joe's looking this up, and it's what we've been talking about. Snow continues to fall across our region with a lot more inches added. Uh, While Tuesday's snowfall came all at once, the snowfall today expected to be a longer event, continuing throughout most of the day. Uh, Probably another 2 to 4, maybe 5 inches of snow by Wednesday evening, depending on where you live. And uh, that might go into the overnight just another inch or so. Uh, The State Patrol, by the way, said troopers did respond to almost 70 crashes across the entire state from 9.30 p.m. Tuesday to 7.30 a.m. this morning. That's redundant. 7.30 this morning. Those are in addition to 151 vehicle spinouts and three jackknife semis. Uh, Yesterday, a total of 157 crashes statewide. Uh, Power outages also were a problem in some areas this morning, Uh, most notably in Dakota County. I actually saw some uh, Facebook friends saying they were without power. Oh, is this
0: thing cool?
4: (laughs) (laughs) See, told you. I'm
0: getting one. Yeah. That's
3: is cool. that from Snow on the Power Lines or what? what is that? Weird? Yeah,
4: Snow on the Power Lines. Yeah. It, it right. sounded like it came back within an hour, hour and a half for most of the people that uh, were my friends on Facebook. How much so are
0: cool. these suckers? to say? More <laughs> the are they they's. neat.
4: Yesterday, snow did cause a problem at the airport. After landing safely, the nose gear of Delta Flight 1819 exited the taxiway while turning toward the gate due to icy conditions. Uh, nobody was hurt. Luckily, got off the plane without any problems. The plane was an Airbus A320 bound from Cabo San Lucas. Partially went off the taxiway around 640 last night. So you're coming back from Cabo. And, uh, you let, yeah. You what a bomber. What a welcome home. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. Get <laughs> this.
0: It's zero turn. Yeah. yeah, oh my yeah. God!
4: Yeah, yeah. Kate, okay, Joe, did we lose here? You just no, look I'm at good. That here we rest go. Of the News, yeah, okay. talking
0: about Facebook or something, weren't you? Yeah.
4: <laughs> In a letter <laughs> obtained by our friends down at Five Eyewitness News, Senator John Marty of Roseville has asked University of Minnesota President Joan Gable to resign her position on the board of directors at Secure and Financial. Gable's board position at Securian was approved last month by the University of Minnesota Board of Regents. She'll get $130,000 in compensation from Securian. Minnesota Life, one of Securian's corporate affiliates with a contract of $4.6 million, provides life insurance to university employees. Marty said the financial ties Securian has with the U of M create a conflict for Gable if she sits on the company's board of directors. Boy, old
2: Marty's a lifer, isn't he? He's been there for 100 years. I would like to tell Mr. Hilger, the um, CEO of Secure you, and I would love to have that board spot if she doesn't get it. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> a man involved in a shooting that left a 15 year old dead and two other teens injured outside of a school in Richfield has been sentenced to. 36 months in prison for second-degree assault. 20-year-old Alfredo Rosario Solis was initially charged with two counts of second-degree murder, two counts of attempted second-degree murder and one count of first-degree assault, but was acquitted of the other charges in February. He was credited for 337 days already served. Hennepin County Judge Paul Scoggin said to Solis that he's a very lucky man after handing down the sentence. The other defendant, 19-year-old Fernando Alvarez, is scheduled to go on trial for one count of second-degree murder and two counts of attempted second-degree murder in February. According to the complaint, one of the three victims told police he and the two others had followed Solis and Alvarez out to the school parking lot the afternoon of February 1st. A brief fight broke out in which one student punched Solis, which prompted uh, Alvarez to start shooting. By hmm. Air Press reporting police have arrested now a 20-year-old in the fatal shooting of a 22-year-old as he was returning home from work in St. Paul's North End last week. I think we talked about this when it happened. Alex Becker was robbed and shot outside his home, only a few feet from his door. Wow. Uh, a 911 caller reported shots fired. Officers responded on December 27th, just before midnight. They located Becker in an alley in the 500 block of West Lawson Avenue. He died at the scene. Officers made the arrest of a 20-year-old on Tuesday in Minneapolis. has not yet been identified. He was booked uh, on suspicion of murder in the Ramsey County Geo.
3: I wonder what was worth killing the kid for. Uh, like, did he have a million dollars cash on him or a couple hundred yeah. pounds of diamonds or some gold? Uh, what do you suppose it was that that poor fellow lost his life over?
4: Uh, probably, you know, something minimal, 40 like, bucks maybe. Yeah, something, and yeah. a cell phone. Yeah, yes, exactly. Wow. If Donald Trump was hoping his endorsement would help Kevin McCarthy secure the votes he needs to become House Speaker, it seems like it's not going to work with one of the most adamant holdouts. Uh, Trump, in a truth, truth social post, urged Republicans to end their congressional deadlock and back McCarthy's bid for the speakership. But his 11th hour plea failed to sway Congressman Matt Gates, who told Fox News he still has no intention to fall in line behind McCarthy. Gates mocked Trump while doing it, saying, sad, one of Trump's former favorite expressions. He said, this changes neither my view of McCarthy nor Trump nor the vote. The 118th session of Congress was thrown into a chaotic start yesterday after three votes in which McCarthy failed to secure the 218 votes he needs to become speaker. There was another vote this morning, which also failed. His bid undermined by Gates and other hard-right congressional conservatives who have gone rogue on the GOP leader and vowed not to vote for him. Uh, By the way, Republican John Boehner, remember him, former Republican House leader? Yes,
0: crying John Boehner. Mm -hmm.
4: The hardline right folks in the party also gave him problems, you may recall, and people on Twitter today quoting Boehner's 2021 memoir, which seems to hit things right on the nose as they go today. In the book, he wrote, what they're really interested in is chaos. They want to throw sand in the gears of the hated federal government until it fails, and they finally prove that it's beyond saving. Boehner also highlighted the role that Fox News and other media play in this role by essentially rewarding Republicans who work to sabotage any effort at governance. He wrote, every time Mm. they vote down a bill, they get another invitation to go on Fox News or talk radio. He said it's narcissistic, dangerous, and a feedback loop. Currently Mm. serving Representative Dan Crenshaw made a similar observation on Fox News Tuesday morning. He accused those Republican rebels of being shameless publicity hounds who are only seeking attention and don't want to govern.
3: (laughs) Maybe, uh, you know, everybody could look in the mirror as far as that accusation goes, far right, uh, middle right, far left, middle left, all of them, all of them. Everybody on the third rail needs to look in the mirror when it comes to that
4: man accused in the November slayings of four University of Idaho students has left a Pennsylvania jail in the custody of state police, officials said this morning. That means he's probably headed to Idaho to face those first-degree murder charges. Brian Kohlberger, a 28-year-old doctoral student and teaching assistant at Washington State University, told the judge yesterday he would not fight extradition to Idaho. Uh, ABC News reporting earlier this morning that Kohlberger was no longer lodged in the jail. He flew out this morning, according to a jail official. A Pennsylvania state police spokesperson declined to give any additional information. Authorities have released few details about the investigation, and an Idaho judge now has issued a gag order barring police and attorneys from talking about the case. Huh. But, but court filings, including a document laying out Lada County Prosecutor Bill Thompson's reasons for accusing Kolberg, are expected to be unsealed once he gets in Idaho. Kolberger was arrested last week in his parents' home in Chestnut Hill Township in eastern Pennsylvania. New car and truck sales likely fell to their lowest level in a a decade last year because of a global shortage of computer chips and rising interest rates that pushed up the cost of buying vehicles. Analysts expect the auto industry to have sold fewer than 14 million light trucks and cars in the U.S. in 2022 when the last figures come in. That would amount to a decline of more than 1 million vehicles from 2021. Automakers began reporting their year-end sales totals on Wednesday, and if the forecasts are confirmed, last year's sales total would rank as the lowest since 2011, when the industry had only just begun recovering from the financial crisis and sold only 12.7 million new cars and trucks. Mm. Wall Street Journal reporting a sudden thaw across the northern hemisphere has melted down natural gas prices, upending dire forecasts of energy shortages and sinking Vladimir Putin's plan to squeeze Europe this winter. Natural gas futures for February delivery dropped 11% on Tuesday. That is down more than 50% from summer highs and is about what gas cost a year ago when temps were also a bit warmer than normal and before Russia's invasion of Ukraine jolted the energy markets. The plunge is a bad omen for drillers whose shares were among the stock market's few winners last year. However, the cheaper gas is good news for households and manufacturers whose budgets have been busted and profit margins pinched. Falling natural gas prices should help cool inflation, according to the experts, in the next few months.
0: They're also having a very warm winter in Europe, Mm. which is extremely beneficial given their Mm. uh, scarcity Mm. of power.
4: Yep. The Mega Millions jackpot increased to an estimated almost $1 billion. After another drawing resulted in plenty of losers, but not a single That's winner nothing. yesterday.
0: That's not the state got eighteen times that.
4: <laughs> the next drawing, if you're interested in getting in on this jackpot, should be around nine fifty. They're thinking nine hundred fifty million. It's to be held Friday night. The president responsible for giving America the federal Christmas holiday is now getting a special day of his own. Beginning next year, April 27th, will be celebrated as Ulysses S. Grant Day in the Civil War General's home state of Ohio after legislation creating the recognition cleared the legislature and was signed by Governor Mike DeWine. Grant was born on that date 200 years ago this past spring. The home state recognition comes alongside congressional action marking the 200th year of Grant's birth in 1822 with a posthumous military promotion to the U.S. Army's highest rank of general of the armies of the United States. Authorization for the president to promote Grant, introduced by U.S. Senator Sherrod uh, Sherrod Brown, Democrat of Ohio, and Roy Blunt, Republican of Missouri, was contained in the $858 billion defense spending bill that became law in December. Uh, Scholars in recent years have been reassessing Grant's complicated legacy of battlefield cruelty and personal slaveholding, and some argue now for him to be considered America's first civil rights president. They say he was a flawed leader who did what he could to protect freed slaves during Reconstruction. Uh, Grant's home territory was a hotbed of the Underground Railroad when the future Union General and 18th U.S. President was young, Grant being called a consequential man in a consequential place by historians.
3: Um, Hold on. Uh, Hold
0: uh, on there.
3: uh, Let me just Google something.
4: Why did he live in Illinois for
0: so long? Okay. He lived across from Dubuque.
3: Here's why he's going to get canceled. Um, Because President Grant was uh, in service, I believe, 69 to 77, right? And I started thinking, and first I started thinking, well, I think my ancestors came over when Grant was uh in uh, in the office. That means the Homesteading Act, that people from all over the world flock to the United States of America to homestead some land and build a house and make a life for themselves. And then he was also in power during, say, for instance, the Battle of Little Bighorn, Mm -hmm. which was 1876. So Grant also um, at fault for moving the Native Americans off their native land and uh, putting them on reservations. So that is why whatever you just read is going to get canceled. Yeah, he won't
4: have a holiday. Well, I think he's already, that was already the problem with him, and now historians are saying, no, ignore that stuff. Not ignore it, but consider it part of of the day and age, and now, now he's being seen more as a. Did you read Chernow's book last year? It was excellent. Or two years ago, no. maybe. Um,
1: yeah,
4: definitely, definitely a reevaluation. Then this to is definitely a ray of hope. Then. Well, I see. I thought so too. Which is why I put it in my news. People
3: one. are finally starting <laughs> to realize that history <laughs> right. matters, and canceling uh,
4: history is no way to live your life. Right. Yeah. In much more important news, nose picking is not <laughs> an unusual. There we go. <laughs> That's the first time that's ever come up on your show. <laughs> I think it is, too. Uh, this could be dangerous, though. According to new studies from 1995, around 90% of people pick their noses from time to time. But university professor says it can be dangerous. Why? Professor, well, you
2: have... can pick your friends and you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your friend's nose.
4: That's In right. a video, the professor says picking your nose or plucking the hairs from your nose is probably not a good idea, especially if you mm-hmm. don't want to get Alzheimer's disease. Damn. He says, if you damage the nose lining, you can increase how many bacteria can go up into your brain.
2: Uh, no, I don't want ugly nose hairs sitting on Yeah, my
4: what do you do about the nose hair,
2: then? I got a little nose hair clipper. You got to trim them. You yeah, got electric one. You electric one. Yeah. Yeah. Love technology.
4: Well, oh, I hope nobody got hope nobody got a still shot of that. I know Ross, I know what he's gonna yeah, do. Yeah, right.
2: What time is this? Matt? Uh, I don't have back- any
4: hangers right now, I don't think. The, the bacteria is called and this is an unfortunately named bacteria. Chlamydia pneumoniae. Whoa, oh, boy. Can get all to, the way up there? Get, that's not yeah, good. All yeah, the way up that's there? That's the wrong
3: area. I wasn't thinking <laughs> <of> that
4: area. <laughs> it can get to your brain through the nerves of the nasal cavity, according to the Griffith University researchers. Once it's inside, in a matter of days, the brain cells deposit beta amyloid peptide, creating a pathway to Alzheimer's disease. Associate Professor Jakob Ekberg, who is part of the research team, explained the cells are important defenders against bacteria. Still, they can help the bacteria to spread if they get
0: infected. You know, that this Alzheimer's, you know, next week it's <laughs> going to be cornflakes causes right. Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's.
4: Mean, <laughs> this Alzheimer's. That's right, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> what did I say? Alzheimer's. <laughs>
0: yeah, whatever it is, it's, you know, they've got to come not. up with something. Did you see now where we're supposed to? We're back to you. Better drink eight bottles of water a day. Oh, really? To, I thought we were off. Be up I all we night. We're supposed to. Now I we can't are do again. That. I'm already up all night. It prevents aging. Uh, I took a water last too night late. before I went to bed, and I was up about five times. There you go yeah. like a racehorse. That ain't gonna work. That's not working for me. No, Why don't you Joe, wear a diaper? Too, it's too late
1: anyway. To. For you, it
4: depends. Yeah, we don't have to get up anymore.
2: Oh, no, funny, these there.
4: depends are really great. <laughs> Joe's just going to keep ignoring my "it's too late" comment, isn't he? For aging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I heard you, John.
4: <laughs> oh, okay, thanks. I, I just wanted you to What else knowledge. you got left, Johnny? I got one more. Okay, let's do one it. One more story. Let's see what it is. Oh, this is a sad story, too. Right. Ahead of the New Year's celebrations, people dressed as Santa Claus in India were allegedly beaten up by a Hindu organization in Gujarat's Amlabadabad hmm. on Friday. Videos of the ta- attack went viral on social media. On Friday night, uh, this is a very challenging story to read, uh... Bajrang Dal activists reached the Konkaria Zoo entry gate where Konkaria Carnival was organized by the government. They alleged that the people dressed up as Santa Claus were into conversion activity by giving chocolates and religious books to the visitors. They also claimed that they received complaints about the same. The video of members of the Hindu supremacist organization attacking and beating the individuals dressed up as Santa Claus went viral on social media. The members were seen threatening the Santa Clauses to, quote, go back to their churches to spread the word about their religion. No police complaint has been registered about the incident so far, according to authorities in that area. The
3: the Church of Santa? Uh,
4: Huh? Huh? Do we have to cancel Christmas? No, just take a break.
0: (laughs) And now, a man who has never had a relationship with a church i could close a sale so quickly for
3: tri-state guys all you have to do is load up a snow raider on a trailer bring it down to sucha's house and he'll send you a check yep <laughs>
0: that's how easy it would be only from frago writes my family and i just returned from a trip to eastern europe While you have expressed concern about how the mystery is taking over our lives, I need to point out three rays of hope that we witnessed. Number one, Budapest features a large park, which includes a huge sheet of ice. It was well-staffed, pretty inexpensive, and drew people from all ages to come and skate. There were hundreds of people skating the day we were there, all ages and skating abilities. The thing that was missing was helmets. Helga's House of Helmets would be out of business in a hurry. (laughs) Mm. Number two, mass transit is monitored in a simple way. Two people with scanners verify the ticket for the bus or the tram. Light rail and subways are protected by gates. Number three, we left on New Year's Day. Earlier in the morning, dozens of workers were on the street sweeping up the fireworks that were used to celebrate the new year. The Budapest Fireworks Commissioner must have issued a declaration. Everyone bring whatever fireworks you own, gather in the city center and fire off what you have. Because nearly everyone in Budapest is either vaping or smoking, there were plenty of heaters to ignite the displays. The remains left on the streets were not spent bottle rockets or sparklers. They were upper-level stuff. If you want to see transit that works, the absence of helmets and community-wide fireworks not banned by the Budapest mayor, head to the banks of the Danube. Isn't that interesting? Hungry,
3: of all places. Yeah,
2: hungry. Huh, my golden oh, grand piano.
0: Only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Umpumalonga, South Africa, from the traveling Lymans at WorldwideWaftage.com. On this day,
2: what is today? January, January 4th. 4th,
0: in 1854, <laughs> the Territorial Agricultural Society held its first meeting The group evolved into the State Agricultural Society, the governing body of the state fair. Hmm. On the same day, the Fifth Territorial Legislature convened in an official capital building for the first time. On this day in 1874, the Catholic Industrial School was incorporated. The school began operations in 1877 on the shores of St. Paul's Lake Meneth. Does anyone know what Lake Meneth was?
2: No. no. No, Lake Meneth
0: was drained and is now the site of the University of St. Thomas. Really? In 1879, the school moved to Klontarf, where Franciscan teachers instructed white and Native American boys in agriculture and industrial arts. Funding for such institutions was later cut, and the school would be sold to of the federal government in 1897. And finally, on this day, one four two three in 1920, William, William E. Colby was born in St. Paul. He served as director of the Central Intelligence oh, Agency yeah. oh. from 1973 to 1976. Under and pres- had a fondness for cheese. Yes. And he, under Presidents Richard Nixon and Gerald Ford. That's Wait, where the mental editing needs to come in. There's yeah. a
3: really good movie about him. I'm looking it up right now. Uh, I think I very, know what you're referring to. The right? Man knew but, uh, Nobody Knew. Something like that. Yeah, uh, it is a fascinating movie about his life.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you, GLers. Uh If you live in St. Paul, I guess you just continue to lay around in your pajamas. How do you spell <laughs> menace? Because uh, the plows aren't there yet.
2: How do you spell menace? M-E-N-I-T-H. Oh, M-E-N-I-T-H. Okay. I am going to look that up because that really interests me.
0: Yep. Thank you, GLers, and Let's good luck with
2: your snow plowing. Hunker down. Hunker down. Hunker down and check out Pod MN for podcasts that are going to please you. I bet there's a shoveling podcast or a snow removal too. podcast. Well, if there is, you'll find it at PodMN.com. Uh, also want to remind you, you can subscribe to you, uh, on YouTube to Garage Logic. So please give that a go. And if you're late to the game and you really failed in that Christmas present, why don't you check out the Garage Logic Town Council for someone that you love? Just 10 bucks per month or 100 bucks per year. You are going to receive access to 24-7 members-only live audio stream full of live recordings of GLers, best segments, and replays. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Go to garagelogic.com, educate yourself, learn more, and please continue to enjoy the Garage Logic podcast. A big snow-worthy job.